0: Hi, everyone, and thanks for listening in.
1: Welcome to Leading Well, where we get to know leaders and how they make it happen. I'm your host, Tim Davis.
0: And I'm his co-host, Alyssa.
1: Let's meet our guest today, Mr. Peterson. How are you doing, Mike? I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me. Good. Hey, so uh, just briefly, what would you tell our listeners? What is it that you do?
2: Well, so I own a marketing agency, so you're going to get a little bit of a special answer to that, but I help people
1: connect with their ideal audience through the power of storytelling. There you go. That's good.
0: That's a good answer. Yeah.
1: So we usually don't mess around. We dive right back into like childhood and that type of thing. So, like, where were you born? What did early childhood look like?
2: Yeah. So I was born here in Salem, Oregon. Lived here my entire life so far. Uh, could have plans later in the future, but uh, yeah, born and raised here to two pretty wonderful parents overall. Um, I would say, you know, as you're growing up, you don't have much context as to how life is. So childhood felt pretty normal. Uh, as an adult, you start to look back and go, Oh, well, wait a minute. Some of these rose colored (laughs) glasses. That is the way
1: everybody grew up or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, so childhood was, uh, was tough in, in a lot of respects. I mean, we, um, uh, middle class for sure. Uh, it wasn't until later in life when my parents, uh, had less kids at home and, uh, you know, more food in the refrigerator, uh, <laughs> trying to raise us, uh, that they ha- had a little bit more income. But, uh, so mom and dad were, were split, uh, I think four times prior to, mm. to me entering uh, middle school, which is well, a really tough time for, for stuff. So, sure. um, yeah, you, you survive as a kid and learn to deal with the, with things the best you can. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. So you cruising into high school. What were you into in high school? I mean.
2: Uh, so I was pretty much a a really good rule follower in, until I was uh, in high school. I love rules. Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, my friends would say that I'm the guy who always walks in the indoor and out the outdoor uh, because it, it just it causes too much anxiety mm-hmm. for me. Um so, you know, prior to high school, I was into, you know, T-ball and baseball. Loved that. My dad coached. I was a Boy Scout um, to varying levels of success in that as well.
1: <laughs> got some patches. But yeah.
2: <laughs> and then, then my parents got divorced in the middle school. So that, that really kind of threw my world for a rocker, you know, trying to figure out what life looks like. And there was some pretty messy divorce stuff going on. I was in the middle, yeah. unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And we can definitely talk about it if we want. Right. No, no, uh hidden hidden areas there sure um and then high school you just try to adjust right you you're in this whole new world um i you know befriended some people who are older than me which is good and they graduated Mm -hmm. and then had uh an eclectic group of friends uh that that we probably made a bunch of really poor choices for for quite a while um yeah, so I survived high school there from that. Didn't uh, Didn't leave with any kind of record or any major issues.
1: Okay. Um, uh, okay. So, yeah. Nor maybe were escaped. you not valedictorian or any I that stuff. It yeah. definitely was not valedictorian. Okay. Neither was I, um, so that's, yeah, okay. Yeah. that's okay. Yeah, yeah neither <laughs> was I. So. There, there was
2: some surprise when I actually got my diploma uh, in the sense that, oh. <laughs> oh, really? You did go here quite
1: enough to actually uh, <laughs> you to graduate. You did have that last hazard yeah. Yeah.
0: or pass going on. Yeah. Right,
1: yeah. yeah. Oh, man, yeah. See, so to our listeners, here's three very far from valedictorians that ended up doing some good stuff. Did pretty Remember, well. Like,
0: speaking <laughs> words and their sentences coming out, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, exactly.
1: I can spell pretty well. Just don't ask me to write
2: anything by <laughs> hand. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Now it is. My penmanship
2: is horrible. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Good. yeah. But yeah. after that, um, you know, graduated, started working full time, and ended up meeting somebody who will probably deny this to this day, but my <laughs> wife, I met her. Um, and I knew almost instantly that this was a gal that, that I needed to meet and hang out with, um, before I ever met her. Mm. Um, she'll say that that's not true, but it is. And, uh, and she's not here to defend herself. That's, so the that's, that's how I win. Um, and that gave me a, a bit of purpose for, Living outside of just for myself mm. or my own selfishness or whatever I had. Here's this person that that I wanted, that I admired, that I wanted to be around, and so I started shifting some of my priorities. And so I ended yeah. up, you know, we had we got finally got married after four years. I worked retail, super fun. i um, shaking my head, no, oh, yeah, you know, and uh, <laughs> yeah, survived. a lot of hard
1: work, evenings, weekends, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. yeah.
0: Character building, though, you it is definitely working. character building. Uh,
2: and so we ended up having a young our first daughter, Cassandra. Uh, who's now 20, which makes me feel older uh, (laughs) to this day. And uh, I went back to school. So I actually ended up graduating uh, from the Art Institute of Portland. And I worked full-time here in Salem, commuted at night. Wow. Wow. Did that. It took me six years to get my four-year degree. Good for you. Yeah, Yeah, with a young family. So that's not all me. Again, my wife. Yeah, yeah. She was like you are not quitting. There you go. And you get in that car and go and come back and so.
0: wow. Yeah. That's cool to have somebody that's pushing you toward, you know, what you you've committed to something and they're committed to it with you. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. She's she's amazing. Wow. That's good. Yeah. So if we kind of slide into what's happening in this season of your life, right? What is what does work look like? Uh, yeah, that type
2: of thing. Yeah. Well, most people would say I don't work, uh, yeah. which is, is fine. Um, <laughs> I do a lot of work. So owning a marketing agency, you tend to deal with a lot of different aspects of, of technology, uh, constant changes in the industry. You're also dealing with people, the psychology of why people do what they do, which is uh, super fun and fascinating. Um, I am, blessed in the sense that I live in both sides of my brain pretty well. So I'm very analytical and extremely creative and so I can bridge those gaps, which makes me somewhat uniquely qualified to be in the marketing industry and and deal with people. Um, So we just in January bought out another marketing agency in Portland. And so our former name, Five Marketing, is now the parent holding company for Height Digital Portland. And with that merger, we were able to join a group of people who are just absolutely amazing and, and really crushing it and changing the marketing space across the whole U.S. Um, they're faith first and, and family second. and yeah. It might be a really close second. And their values just completely aligned with who
1: we were as a company. And uh, so we jumped on board. There you go. Yeah.
0: Puzzle That's pieces cool. just kind of fell and then you're like, wow, they fit perfect. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I know a couple of the people you're partnering with. So yeah. yeah, good folks. Good folks. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what do you think is one of the, one or two more challenging things you face in doing what you do?
2: You know, the businessy side of things. So I mentioned earlier, I went to an art school. They don't focus a lot on how to run a business. How, is, how do you monetize that? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> what, is, what is cash flow? And you know, what are all these things that my CPA would say I'm definitely not qualified to speak about? And uh, <laughs> you you go through that portion. So like most people who start a business from the ground up, you're a really good technician. at something that you do. And so you start doing that, serving people, getting more of that. And, as you grow, you start to face new problems, and so that the toughest one is for at least for us is cash flow because as you you grow, you start to get <clears throat> excuse me start to get client churn, and so people leave and you need to replace people and so now you're i'm into sales all the time, and yeah. then when you get too many sales, you have to jump back in and fix some other portion of the business and so um yeah, it's the businessy side of things. Covering yeah. the four four main areas of business is just a challenge because it's never static and it's never good enough.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, and you never have all the gifts, right? And right. so, yeah, it's uh, important to either partner or employ or whatever people who can fill in those gaps. Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Employees are a whole nother fun animal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Um, yeah. So, like. Uh, think of what's the funnest part about what you do is that on the creative side or what is that i mean
2: yeah it's two twofold <clears throat> when you when i'm helping somebody uh unlock their their story or getting clarity around what it is they do and who they serve seeing in their eyes like i get it this is something that maybe they've been struggling with for you know Twenty years or, or more, but when they get that clarity, then they're obviously empowered to move forward and make huge changes in their business and in their lives. so that's that's a huge benefit. The other side is is winning. So I am fairly competitive in nature, and when we run a campaign for people, and we see the results where we're we're getting what we need because we run it like a science experiment all the time. That also feels really good when you when you go to the the client and you say, "Check out how many leads you got this month." What does that look like? And not just from a money standpoint, but now they can hire, now they can add on, now they can do whatever else they need to do in order to continue to serve people.
0: Well, I think of something that's super satisfying in marketing is not that I have a lot of experience in it, but like. You're often talking to somebody who doesn't know exactly how to voice what they're trying to say, and you have to find a way to, to to communicate to them, like, this is what you want? Like, this is what you want? And when that piece comes together and they click, it's like, for them, they're, they're waiting until that moment because they can't describe exactly what they need until you, it's been shown to them. And so that's another really satisfying piece of marketing that, like, you don't get in a lot of other businesses where you work and work and work and then the piece fits, and it's like, wow, because, like, it's kind of like a mathematician and a non-mathematician. Like, I don't know how to explain, like, what I'm doing, but then once it's right, it's right, you know? So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. it's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, like, uh, maybe... Fun stuff, like um, shifting a little bit, like, sure. so you've got a, a, a wife and a family and that type of stuff. What is What do you guys do for fun?
2: You know? Yeah, so we do a few few really weird things for fun. So we, we like to work hard, so we own a little bit of property and we raise animals on it. Um, and if that's not enough, my wife and I also help out with her uncle's place that so has more animals on it. Uh, and when we're not doing that stuff, we are usually camping or with our youngest daughter, she plays competitive, uh, volleyball uh, for a club. And so we do a lot of travel throughout the year with that. So you're just trying to fit in everything. Uh, it used to be that I would call from February till usually July, I call it the gauntlet run because you have to have everything in order and then you are just reacting and going wherever you need to. And, uh, Thankfully, we've been blessed with the fact that now that gets to extend all the way into August and and uh, <laughs> at least one more year. So we'll see what life looks like after our youngest moves out.
0: Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah, especially for camping and and where we live, like specifically, unless you're traveling, you, it's only about three or four months of availability anyway, right? Because of the weather. Otherwise, it's like torrential downpours or it's blistering hot. So yeah, that's good. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I do still away though for for usually 2 weeks every year in September I go hunting and it's way less about the hunting aspect and more about the disconnect so yeah. if you think about being in a digital space all the time and trying to grow a business you're always pushing and to be able to disconnect turn the phone off and and really connect with God that's actually for me when when God speaks to me the most is when I'm less distracted yeah. and quiet because I've learned he does not yell at me like i need him to he whispers constantly
1: yeah yeah i think that's true for all of us right i mean i we uh recently had uh some japanese exchange students come for a week and, and so on and uh and they actually rarely see stars right because it live in it live in a city and when you're in a city there's lights which takes away most of the view of of stars and that type of yeah. thing so it's interesting for them to experience some of those things like whoa get outside of a you know concrete jungle so to speak and, yeah. yeah wow
2: the things I take for granted now right I mean, yeah yeah yeah
0: especially living on a property is a lot less light pollution i'm sure you have a little bit yeah. easier view did you see the blood moon that was just recently happened the blue moon sorry
2: yeah i did stay up till midnight which is way too late for me at this uh, <laughs> point in my life yeah so that i could take there a again because i've heard it.
0: it's rare <laughs> my mom like literally called me and told me to go outside she was like go outside look at this i was like okay yeah i a, just take a photo because people take way better photos than we yeah <laughs> scroll through facebook you see all the good photos
2: yeah Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just appropriate one of those, and you'll be good. Exactly, <laughs>
0: that's right. <laughs> Look at this photo I saw.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, how about you know, as you were starting out, you got out of school, and you know, you're uh, working in that industry. What's the biggest surprise out of that industry that maybe you didn't see it as a younger, maybe less informed, or you know, whatever?
2: Um. So, maybe like an aha moment that I kind of had. So. I didn't jump into anything in the sense that I I pretty much crockpot my entire life. So I I follow little passions here and there and they bleed off. And then eventually it's my full-time gig for something. (laughs) And the biggest aha moment that I had was after going completely out on my own. So I didn't have a day job anymore. I was going to make this happen and ended up having some, some surgery done. And, uh, So I was recovering from that, playing video games, hanging out, thinking this is really cool. This is my own schedule. Flexibility, I have
0: (laughs) (laughs) bills. Yeah, I've arrived.
2: I'm a business owner, and end of the month, my wife said, "Hey, so what? What'd you make?" And I went, "Oh goodness, everything is on me in this business." And so that was the biggest aha moment, and it was time to get to get to hustling, yeah, and, and moving.
1: Yeah. yeah. I think partially the same thing around when you have a kid or kids, right? You're like, ooh, like you are 100% dependent on me. Yeah, <laughs> You might have chosen a more responsible parent, but, but you don't have a choice, yeah. so here yeah. I am, right? <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, that's, uh, that's one of those grow up moments too, right? So, yeah. yeah. Hmm.
0: And you had those cut kind out of at the same time. You had a lot of those grow-up moments right around the same time, going to school, new baby, yeah, new jobs. And... I,
2: I did. So our, our young, our oldest, excuse me, she actually had some complications when she was born. We would go to OSU, uh, O-H-S-U, yes, not, O-H-S-U, not H-S-U. the college, O-H-S-U. Yeah. <laughs> there seem like and, a lot of similarities here yeah, <laughs> in our life. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so we would have to go up every single week. Uh, luckily, at the time, I wasn't in school yet for that, but every week to Dornbeckers and deal mm-hmm. with stuff. And so, you know, that was a very I definitely had some what I call pillar moments in my life where you grow up real fast and that was one of them for sure. Holding your holding your daughter seeing her born. They cart her off. You sign away a piece of paper that says you may never see her again, which is the hardest thing in the world to be a instantly connected with somebody and potentially have the mm-hmm. yeah. that you may not get to see them again and yeah. and everything worked out just yeah. perfect thank God and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I spent
0: the first two weeks of my life at OHSU when yep. I was born so
2: Dornbeckers, yeah yep.
0: so. I still got my little panda with a red shirt there oh,
2: you go yeah I love <laughs> love donating money to Dornbeckers every time yes.
1: I get a
0: chance oh yeah, oh, yeah. they're
2: small yeah <laughs> yeah exactly, yeah. exactly.
1: Yeah. It takes a few bucks to run that place it, it does <laughs> 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 oh hey um Like, you know, there's a a word out of the Bible that says there's nothing new under the sun, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And so if we're applying that to your job and what you do, what's we ask this of a lot of our guests, like, what's the best idea or one of the best ideas you can think of that you just? ripped off, you know, kind of cut and pasted. I'm like, oh that that would work, you know? Yeah. And then you kinda feel like you still use it with effectiveness or whatever.
2: Yeah. You know? So that would be everything in my business system. <laughs> <laughs> Every <laughs> single thing.
0: Yeah. yeah, literally. Uh,
2: in the sense that that I pretty much followed in the footsteps of what you learn from somebody else. And so you just apply it in new ways. Um the biggest thing that we apply that is absolutely not novel is that people are people. And people buy from people and people want to be around people and you can't do anything in life without people. So we're, we're a community and it mm. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whose beliefs or what they are. We're all still a community. And so if I do something poorly in business or in life to somebody else, that will have an effect regardless Uh, somehow. Right. And into the same breath, there's nothing wasted on God. Right. Right. I could be going and having my darkest day, making really poor choices. And he's going to use that as light somewhere in this world. I may not ever see it. I may never know, but there's that light. So because there's nothing new, everything in my life is a ripoff of some sort. Um, Yeah. But loving on people. Yeah. That's that's the biggest thing that I do, regardless of a business or life. Just treat them human.
0: Well, and I really like that answer of, you know, everything. You mean, he's like, everything in my business is is a rip-off, right? Like, as in, I think that that's really accurate, though. I think it's the most accurate view you can have, because wh- wh- how'd you learn to talk when you're a baby? You learned it from somebody. How'd you learn to walk? You learned it from somebody. Yeah. And if there was nobody there to teach you anything, you'd be sitting on the floor, right? So it's like, it's kind of cool to have that view. said. I think it's a very humble mindset to have as well, to be like, I learned from somebody. Yeah. Because I couldn't do it by myself and in fact it'd be silly to try to learn everything by yourself cuz someone did it, but somebody already learned it, so let's just like apply it, move forward and get there faster, right? So Yeah.
2: Everything's just a repackaging of something mm-hmm. and and it may or may not connect with this audience, but it might totally work for somebody
1: else. And it's not just a marketing standpoint. But
0: I was about to be like, and that's marketing, no? Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, and that's the uniqueness, right? You take all these different tools and gifts, but it it gets orchestrated in a in a way that fits you, which makes it a little more unique, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, you reach a certain segment of, yeah, of people, good. right? Because we're not built to. To effectively serve everybody, right? right? And Because then we just chase our tail, right? right. Trying to be everybody to you know, everything to all people. So yeah, that's the reason God made disciples. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> exactly. There's
0: more than one of them. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> wow.
1: Check that out. Yeah. Um, gosh. Let's see. Like, if you were given advice back to your 25 year old self, right? Like, what uh, what piece of advice uh, do you think you'd give yourself? Wow. Okay. So I thought this was going to be a light interview. Um, (laughs) 25-year-old Mike,
2: get up and get off the couch and get moving Mm. because everything in this life is going to be hard to get and it's going to take effort.
1: There's not an easy button that works.
0: Staples lied to us. There's yeah, no easy button? There's
1: no, e- there is an easy button, but it doesn't actually connect to anything. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's easy to press. You can pound on that all thing all you want. That's right? <laughs> right. Yeah. No, That that's really you know it's a good word. I think that we could trace those principles back to the Bible or whatever, right? Oh, yeah. But uh, that long-term fulfillment or success, the way at least I define it, it, it comes with work. I mean, it just does. I mean, there's some shortcuts that can bring short-term happiness or maybe short-term revenue or whatever mm-hmm. that thing is, right? right. Distraction. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, just work provides something for us and, and dedication or service to your community or those things. Yeah. And I think that's why they're so fulfilling for us, too, is it motivates us, of course, maybe to do more, right?
2: Yeah. So Yeah, I had a... a a accidental mentor at one point in my life that uh, we were shoveling snow outside of our retail job one time yeah. snow and I'm, on
1: snow off and snow, on, yeah, <laughs> snow on <Right>. snow <laughs> exactly. off exactly
2: i'm standing there leaning on the shovel for a second and he's like what are you doing and i said well I'm trying to think there's got to be an easier way to do this and and he looked me square in the eyes and said you know mike sometimes a shovel's just a shovel wow <laughs> yeah. and i said okay and i got
1: to work sure yeah, yeah. I mean, now if your profession is going to be shoveling snow for the next twelve to fifteen years, yeah. it might be worth the evening or two of contemplation. Right, right. right, right. I might want to put a <laughs> shovel on the front of a truck and do it not. That's good. Yeah. yeah, and then there's something beneficial just about doing the work, right? Yep. Uh, from physically beneficial, yep. emotionally beneficial, right? Yeah, That's yeah. Like good. they say. If you uh, crack an egg
2: and help out a baby chicken or something or whatever bird out of out of an egg and you helped it, it will die. But if you let it go through that struggle and put in that work, it's now strong enough to survive mm. and live, which there's a lot of lessons in nature,
1: right? Thank, yeah. thank God for making everything perfect. Exactly. Right. And in a
0: couple of weeks, you'll be in, in nature again, right? With your hunting it trip. Be. It'll be good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, gonna is that uh, elk hunting or
2: it's elk and
1: whatever yes, we got this, tags well, for? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> whatever we see, which is usually nothing. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> but
1: endless rolling hills that I got to climb up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, gosh, any anything else you'd want to share? Maybe it's a it's a principle or a rhythm uh, that you apply to your life that you feel like has merit. yeah,
2: yeah I mean anything that I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna be upfront about the fact that I'm imperfect in everything that I do uh, but I try and so your your morning routine is extremely important and know there's been books written about it but at least for me it's get up. I try to sit on the porch as long as I'm home with my wife and we drink our coffee. I've got my study Bible. I try to read a chapter every day if I can and do just a little bit of journaling. Uh, and it journaling for me is is really simple. It's did well, do better. What did I do well yesterday? What do I, what do I what do I need to do better on yesterday and the goal is to not have as many in the do better column always, right? Okay. And uh, yeah, so that That little bit, regardless if I do my exercise and all those other pieces, that little bit of of routine helps me set the rest of the day in in right for the most part. Yeah.
0: And in a world, like you said, you know, you're very connected digitally you have to be because of the the nature of the job you know it's cool that you're able to find that time in the morning to have that disconnect where it's not immediately working right at 6 a.m you're on the computer or something you're yeah. able to have that quiet time I think it's something as a kid it, it looked very boring to be like sit on the porch and drink coffee but now I love having that quiet time in the morning I don't have I'm not on the porch necessarily but like having that just quiet time with your tea or your coffee it's like it's a really life-giving moment right there in the morning to be quiet
2: it is and it's it's counterculture to a lot of things right we're yeah. taught to get up and move and go and we brag about working 18 to 20 hours a day right and the reality is is that that's not sustainable right in life mm-hmm. and, and there will be times when we have
1: to do it but right yeah. f- for yourself or others it, right it's, it's not a great idea to yeah. just stay there <laughs> it, it, it's, yeah. it's, it's almost like god knew
2: when he said the sabbath is for man and not for
1: for god right Where right.
2: take that moment to rest you're working you're
1: working yeah. hard <laughs> yeah yes, sir. wow that's cool man well yeah. gosh Time time flies. Uh, if uh, if somebody has some questions about the things you said or wants to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you?
2: Sure. You can just reach out to me at uh, mpeterson at heightdigital.com. That's an email address. and Obviously, everybody knew that. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, you can find me there or on social media. Uh, you can go to mikegpeterson.com. That's my link tree page. And it's got all my... Find me wherever you want.
0: perfect, all the links right there. Um, Well, yeah, so thank you again, Mike, for joining us. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in, whether you're tuning in live on KSLM every Saturday at 11 a.m. or you're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts, we're here for you. Uh, Thank you for listening to Leading Well by Valor Mentoring.